Hi everyone, I'm Job, the co-founder and CEO of Remote, where we are reimagining how the world works and lives. And this is Remote Talk, the show where we interview the top minds of remote work and global employment. This week, Remote VP of Growth, Alisa Rossi, welcomes Sara Aviram, a top voice in remote work, human resources, and the author of Remotivation. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi everyone, my name is Elisa Rossi. I am the VP of Growth at Remote. Welcome to this new episode of Remote Talks, which today I'm hosting for the first time. Um, and I hope to be able to do a good job and live up to the standards set by you, which were indeed very high. Uh, I'm very excited about today's episode as we're hosting Sarah Aviram. Um, quick introduction about Sarah. So she's a Fortune 500 HR leader. She's the author of an, an Amazon number one bestseller book called Remotivation. She's a remote work thought leader and consultant. And she was recognized as a top 25 remote innovator 2021 by remote globally. And we're delighted to have her here today. Thank you, Sarah, for being on Remote Talks. Thank you for having me, Elisa. Yeah. Well, to start, can you just add a little bit to my intro and tell us about yourself and your background? Sure. So as you mentioned, my career has been in HR and talent development leadership roles at um, several Fortune 500 companies like Avon, PepsiCo, IAC, um, some other smaller high-growth uh, high tech companies as well. And um, I've focused on helping people find their motivation, find fulfillment in their work, and perform at their best. And uh, I'd love to share more about it. I think we'll, we'll we can dive into the questions. For sure. I have really exciting questions to ask. The first one, um, you know, there are a lot of uh, aspiring remote workers or digital nomads listening to remote talks. So I want to ask a question on your experience as a digital nomad, because in 2019, you lived and worked from 12 different countries in 12 months. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so impressive and so awesome. So how was that experience? And, uh, and also, I'm curious to hear what countries do you think were best set up uh, to make remote work easy? Well, the experience was incredible. And I think it's interesting how it actually came about. So at the end of 2018, I was a director of talent, talent development for IAC, uh, a division of IAC. And our CEO said to me, you know, what are the talent trends of 2019? What should we look out for? How do we become competitive for talent um, versus our um, other companies in our space? And one of the many trends that I looked at was remote work. And of course, this is way pre-pandemic. Remote working was... Um, um, growing trend, you know, more and more individuals wanting to work remotely and more companies like remote setting themselves up as virtual or fully distributed teams. And so long story short, I pitched to him the idea of, you know, us, me being a guinea pig and understanding what are the challenges and opportunities that remote workers face. And, you know, perhaps I could get experience of traveling the world and looking at what those opportunities and challenges are. And if it was successful or not successful, we would have some, you know, on the ground research to bring back to our company to figure out, you know, is this an opportunity or a perk we would offer to our employees to be able to work from anywhere, which is now, you know, what is happening. So anyway, I lived in countries like uh, I, I was in one country every month. So Lima, Peru. Santiago, Chile, Medellin, Colombia, Mexico City, Mexico. Then we went to Asia to Hanoi, Vietnam, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, Chiang Mai, Thailand, Kyoto, Japan. Wow. Then to, to Europe, <laughs> to split Croatia, Valencia, Spain, Lisbon, Portugal, and then ended in Cape Town, South Africa. Amazing. 
Yeah, it was, it was incredible. And I was lucky I was traveling with a cohort of, uh, of other remote professionals. Um, we worked in co-working spaces and uh, was really exposed to kind of all different types of remote workers, both employees and organizations, as well as freelancers and small business owners. That's amazing. And so what did you notice in terms of kind of the optimal setup to make remote work? Yeah, I, I noticed, first of all, um, you know, community is, is really important for a lot of people, especially when you're on your own traveling remotely. So I think people feeling like, although I'm on my own, I have other people that I can brainstorm ideas with or connect with. So I think a lot of people really enjoyed being able to work in co-working spaces in different places. So um, I noticed that that was good. And above anything else as a remote worker, Wi-Fi is obviously the most important thing. So anywhere that has a strong connection is ideal. Um, we had certain instances when we were in, in Cape Town, South Africa in the summer where it gets really hot and actually um, the city has to shut down power for a yeah. couple hours in different parts of the city. So we had to make sure we were, we knew what the schedule was. We were in a place where there'd be a generator and things like that. So some of those, but um, we got lucky that, you know, we were in these great co-working spaces that helped to make sure we had Wi-Fi and that we could get our work done. That's great. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm in Rome, Italy, and, you know, we're facing some of those challenges from time to time here, too. So I sympathize with that. Um, I think next I want to ask about a bit what you're kind of around your some, some questions around your background, because you've or you've already led a distinguished career in HR leadership. Right. And you worked with some huge multinationals like Pepsi and Avon and ISC. So what made you pivot, right, to carve out your own business and publish a book? So while I was um, experiencing this, you know, working remotely from 12 different countries, um, I noticed something really interesting. And it was that a lot of remote workers thought that having the freedom and flexibility to work from anywhere would make them feel happier and motivated in jobs that they may not not, not have necessarily enjoyed that much. Um, but then they found themselves, you know, working on the beach in Bali and still feeling like, ah, you know, something's missing, like something yeah. I, you know, and I took kind of what I knew from my HR experience, which was that um, the more connected our reasons for working are to the work itself, the more we're going to feel motivated, inspired and engaged and perform at our best. So, yes, our environment, of course, plays a role in our happiness. But at the end of the day, if you don't love your job in Baltimore, it doesn't mean you're going to suddenly uh, love doing it in Bali. And so I think it's important for people now that tens of thousands of companies like Spotify and Twitter and Facebook are announcing, you know, you can work from anywhere where you do your most focused and creative thinking. It's important that people understand that, you know, first get these fundamentals right of like, what is it you enjoy about your job? How can you make an impact? Mm -hmm. You know, what skills you want to develop and grow? Because, you know, I just don't want people to have this misconception that um, just because they can work from anywhere, they're going to be happier, right? So right. it's really, um, it's a, that was an interesting, uh, an eye opener for me. And when I came back to the States after suddenly it was COVID, Suddenly the whole world was remote. I came back March 1st of 2020, which actually wow. was the planned return date. It wasn't cut short. And um, what, we, what made me pivot is that suddenly I felt like, wow, there's thousands of people that I can help now understand how to be um, productive and engage in their work regardless of where they're working from. And I helped my company transition a bit into this um, new way of working, but I really wanted to help 
thousands of people. I had just finished writing my book, Remotivation, which we can talk about too. And I felt like, wow, this is, this is an opportunity to really um, help everyone understand a bit more about what I just experienced and um, from my background in HR. Absolutely. And actually, that's a great segue to asking you something around kind of the philosophy, right, that runs through your work, which mm -hmm. seems to be all about really helping leaders to understand that people are more motivated by why they work and the where is much less important, as you just said. Can you explain a little bit more around kind of this concept that's illustrated in your book, Remotivation? Sure. So I did lots of focus groups and surveys and research with different remote workers um, in my travels. And I figured out that there was this common theme in those that were most motivated and, and happy in their work. Um, and it was these common three steps that they were able to take. So the first one is they were able to minimize obstacles related to their money, identity, and routines. Mm -hmm. The second one was optimizing opportunities for growth and impact. And the third was realizing the joy and the benefits of, of, of enjoying your work. And so this was this common theme. Um, and just to give a couple examples, um, you know, I had some people who said like, well, I'm doing this job because if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to pay next month's rent. Yeah. Or the opposite, um, we're talking about this money motivator, or the opposite, I get paid so much, call this the golden handcuffs, I get paid so much that if... I don't know how I could do something else. Like, how could I make the same amount of money? Even though I'm not happy, I don't know how I could switch. And so yeah. once we minimize some of the obstacles related to our relationship to money, our relationship to our identity, meaning who I think I should be, should be or versus you know, what I actually want to be or how I want the world to view me, um, our routine. So I kind of saw that the ones that were happiest were taking these steps and were the most fulfilled in their work, regardless of where they were located. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And, you know, you earlier you were talking about community, right, which is critical. Um, and I wonder, what is your best advice to leaders who are trying to keep remote workers feeling connected, right? Because connection is always, you know, kind of a critical aspect of this that often seems to be missing in remote work situations. Yeah, and I think it's going to be especially important as many organizations move into this hybrid model of working where they're going to have some employees come back to the office, some stay at home, or they're telling their employees, okay, you can come in two days a week um, and stay at home the rest because employees are really having to respond to, employers are having to respond to what their employees want because now how are they competing for talent? It's no longer about the perks in the office. It's about giving employees that freedom and flexibility. And so it's important to keep um, that community strong. During COVID, we were on one playing field. We were all virtual. So, uh, but now it's going to be different with some people in the office. So it's important um, to keep that community by, you know, of course, there's lots of you know, team building things that can be done. But most importantly, mm. it's digging into some of the things we talked about, about keeping them motivated and inspired and engaged in their work. Um, so how are people, uh, what kind of work do they enjoy doing? Are you you know, checking in with them on opportunities that they might want to develop the skills that they're interested in. Are you helping them understand the impact that they can have in the organization? And I think the more connected they feel to their organization, the mission, the values of the company, the more they're going to feel part of a community, not just um, a lonely coworker on their own. So I feel like it's actually getting back to some of these fundamental basics of, you know, how to keep people, um, connected to the overall mission of the organization. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, uh, what we've noticed is that some people are obviously looking forward uh, to the chance to go back to an office environment, but early indications are suggesting that a very big percentage uh, of people are also dreading this possibility. So what can you suggest to an employee who wants to approach management about staying fully remote uh, to remain motivated and healthy? What, what is your advice? Yeah, you know, um, look, when I had to do that same thing a couple of years ago when no one was, not no one, but very few people were doing it compared to now, like I had to bring the data, the facts, the trends, um, you know, to show how productive I'm able to be working remotely, which is now people have a year's worth of information, you know, much more than I had had earlier um, to show how effective they were and how it's contributing to their you know, performance and engagement with the company. And, um, and I think people need to you know, start there with the information and also consider that, again, as I mentioned, um, are you making sure that it's, you're not just wanting to stay or, or leave because the company says yes or no, you can work remotely. Yeah. You have to make sure you're thinking about, you know, um, how do I want to develop in my career too? And do I have more of a chance of doing that in a company that knows me, that knows my performance, that knows my work at work ethic. And is it worth it for me to stay, even though I necessarily can't be remote or maybe it's not, maybe working remote is that important to you, or you know that you can't have the type of, can't have the type of development opportunities you want in your company. And so um, then you'll start to look somewhere else. What I often see is people don't start where they are. They think like, oh, I'm kind of burned out from the pandemic and I need a change and I'm just going to switch companies in order to do that. Um, and sometimes that might be the answer, but very oftentimes, you know, we can find amazing opportunities in our current organization if we are having honest conversations. And if you have those honest conversations and you can't either, either or both get the kind of opportunities that you want and can't be remote, if that's what you want, then you can certainly look elsewhere. And the truth is that com many companies are, you know, offering that opportunity to work remotely. And it's, yeah. you know, it's not going to be as difficult as it was in the past to find those other opportunities. And I think organizations know this, which is why some of them are trying to be as flexible as possible. But the truth is, if your company is not offering it, it's very probable that you can find another one that will. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we do remote. We help companies make that happen. So um, yeah, we definitely talk every day to companies that are making that happen. They're hiring and they're, they're looking for you. So absolutely. Um, Sarah, quick, just to wrap things up, is there anything else you'd like to add? And, and where can, how can people connect with you? Yeah, um, I'd love to to add, like, definitely check out the book Remotivation. You know, it's funny when you write a book, you have an idea of, you know, what, who it's for and what the main messaging is. And then when you have people read it, they come back to you with their feedback and you realize, oh, um, my message is a little different, but even better than I thought. And the, the feedback that I'm getting is that it's helping people create their own version of success. And I love that those are words that I've used in some of the book reviews on Amazon, because I think at the end of the day, that is the core message. I mean, it's, it's a book that's through the lens of remote work, but at, at its core, it's about how to figure out what you want, what's going to make you happy and motivated in your life and in your work. And you just happen to be a remote worker. 
So the book is called Remotivation, The Remote Worker's Ultimate Guide to Life-Changing Fulfillment. So um, I recommend people check that out, individuals check that out. And for organizations that want to help motivate and engage their employees, my, my business is doing corporate workshops and speaking engagements for um, large organizations. And so um, I'm really helping empower your employees to you know, feel connected to their work, more engaged, more inspired. And um, I, I think that would be a benefit to corporations as well. So people can find me on LinkedIn, Sarah Aviram on Instagram, same, same name, Sarah Aviram. And I'd love to connect. Fantastic. And I honestly, I can't wait to collaborate with you more uh, through remote. I can't wait to read your book. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. For Thank you for having me. Talks and have a great one. Talk you soon. too. Thank you. Bye. Bye Sarah.